0: Uduwasha City, where the sun is a mirror and the moon a shadow. 800 years ago, the gates of death were broken by the Emperor Immortal. The five key bearers, however, had already unlocked them and walked right through. It is in Uduwasha City they dwell. In. Now, the ghost field breathes next to our reality, lit by the eternal flame of the well of Udu. It is a second skin a place where thought and will struggle against gravity and light in other places the dead congregate in the ghost field but in Uduwasha, the well city the hell city they fall straight into the flames see its glittering districts Kshitijpur where the rich plot to buy the horizon Bundavest, West where the refugees of two different nations flock and Pasarhantu the vertical maze of market and murder. And here is Udepath, where the ceaseless temple resides. Its inhabitants, a family, a snake, and a god. The temple has stood since before the gods of this world were forgotten. Watch as it turns the wheels of revolution. Welcome to Desperate Retune, an actual play podcast about people who take risks so they can survive against the arts.
1: All right, Tree, take it away. Take it away from me. I don't want to see it anymore.
2: Here it goes. Also, um, I've had this cough. The cough has made me somewhat deaf. Oh. Mm. Oh. Okay. oh. I'm sorry to hear that. Like, it has messed
1: with the way that my brain code switches. Mm. Oh. Huh. It's very odd code switching is stored in the tonsils a friend mm-hmm. of mine once said sadness is stored in the balls and i think that's the most accurate variation of this uh-huh okay what um sure.
2: uh-huh. welcome back to uh <laughs> <laughs> this is <our> opening <laughs> come back to desperate attune Last session, we saw the crew try and infiltrate the base of the kingfisher. A strange deity focused on convincing people such as the royal Freya that she is destined to be the ruler of some part of the world. Normally, the entire world, but in this case, it seems that Freya has become convinced that she is one of the destined monarchs of Skovlin. As a result, the crew found out that the best way to get in to the base is some kind of boat. But because they didn't want to take this approach, instead they decided that they would accidentally tunnel their way in. This is definitely normal and uh, totally not a problem. But before we get to that, we have some downtime on Abbas's part. Abbas, uh, what have you been up to since the ending of the last score?
3: Uh, ending of the last score, that was... Uh, what, was that? what did I do the last score? That, that was where I... We headed off the deal between uh, Vickers' sister and Vikram Pradhan, and I recruited Goopy into the yes. newspaper. Correct. Yeah, okay, um, correct, correct. What has has been up to? What's the, what's the canon reason he hasn't been? He hasn't been around. Um, maybe maybe he was just working on the newspaper. He, 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 that he, makes he sense. Just sense. Yeah,
2: he was not the world's best and though he he produces a lot of words but the words may not be very good so i think you you've definitely spent more time than you should trying to fix his work but like if you want to continue working on the newspaper clock this might be like a good time to roll for it to see like how well that
3: goes all right let's uh let's work on this newspaper which is uh, and i guess the role is to under uh uh, understand what it is to make some sense of goopy's words Yes, indeed, correct. That is exactly what yeah. it is. Alright, uh, so... So that'd be study... Study makes um, very good, perfect sense here, yeah. Yeah, I um, don't think any other modifiers need to be applied. What? Okay. Oh wow, he is impenetrable.
2: I think that Poopy is kind of person who kind of creates new words as he <laughs> writes. Overcome by the kind of emotion that he's feeling, but unfortunately what this means is that half the time you can't tell what he's actually saying Hmm. so you read this and he's talking about like how Him and his best friend Baga years and years ago when they were still kids got into a whole lot of trouble Um, Ended up killing somebody out of self-defense and had no choice to kind of fall into a life of crime about all you understand in this thousand word document and fortunately he's handed you this first thousand words and said there's more on the way don't worry i just like wanted to get this in your hands
1: the first page is like a list of various definitions of the word crime from various uh, glossaries <laughs>
2: yeah. he, he thinks he's being very clever uh, and maybe he even is
1: you know it's like how Moby Dick opens with uh, random quotations about whales. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh
2: so, yeah. I, I mean, like you will get one tick, but like it's really quite bad. I think you know that, like, if you send this to your friend Tripatna, he's just gonna be like, "I guess we're not taking this seriously." Yeah. No? <laughs> because this is not good enough.
3: Yeah. I mean, this is supposed to be like we haven't actually published anything. This is this would be like one of her first stories as well. <laughs> so. Yes, indeed. Uh, how to deal with this? Because I can't take this to.
1: This would be your only story. You won't have page. You won't have pages for anything else.
3: Yes. Or um... patience, for that matter. I, 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 I can't uh, take this to anyone. I, I, guess, I just have to like discard it or just come back to it later to actually deal with, or, or maybe have to wait for Goopy's entire manuscript to make sense of everything.
1: You can do the down dimension again
3: you could i don't know Seems a, seems like a bit of a waste of a downtime action because uh, one of the things that i did want to do which could wait was to figure out what it is that big Brother actually wants to do like what's the what's the play here why why this temple and what i can do to interfere with her plans but that could wait because that's we're not dealing with that right now anyway
2: about let's do it like this. I think if you want to do that, roll this, and then we can the scene out next downtime, because I don't want to get too close up before we do our score.
1: Yeah,
2: or
3: you know
1: what? Like, I think uh... it would make sense for you to be doing this now. So also like if you're stuck for things to do, you can always just reduce heat or just train or something. I mean low low stakes.
3: Yeah, that's true. So, or you know what? Maybe I'll just stick with this newspaper angle. Let's 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 try it again. Like okay. this this is You're why Ambus was with for... Are yeah. you like why doing not? something else? No, no what... I'll, okay. I'll work with Goopy because I, I I think it's funnier that way. Like this is why Abbas was gone for an entire session. Just just this. I
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. we are seeing so much interior. Oh, there we wow. go. Two, two dice, a three and a six. Okay. <laughs>
1: What happened? Did you finally understand it?
2: Oh, I think what, I'll tell you what happened. It's that Baga <laughs> finally came along and helped you. <laughs> I think he's not so much of like this kind of like broad thinker, you know, like he prefers much more direct action. he's He's not a thug with like a heart of gold, which isn't to like demean him in any way. It's just that like he doesn't yeah. bother like faffing around. I think um get. Oh, like a 10,000 word document but like I think Baga is delivering it to you and he's like oh I saw so he was like writing this up I felt like maybe you could use help deciphering it and I think that's really what like makes the difference is that he and you sit together and you put your heads together and then you realize and like what comes out is actually quite like okay. right that's a uh, three, te- three more, uh three more texts. yeah
3: what have you learned about Goopy then? Like, uh, what what is it that it's actual like the gist? Like, you know, what's at the heart of his story?
2: I think at cramps the heart bond.
3: of the, this... don't do drugs, kids. Indeed, if... just say no. Just say. Um,
2: but... I think at the heart of his story is actually a kind of like. I think he's he's so deeply appreciative of what Uduasha has given him, of things that like he enjoys about the city but he also is very aware that like gets loads of things by committing violence i think that it's like of a memoir of someone who is trying to work through their emotions regarding like this place that they live in that they love but they know that they're like not a very good influence on i think that, like what you can see is that maybe goopy was a is now a bit like you used to be. You get, a, you, you get like a thing that, that might be published in the New Yorker, basically. Perfect. I mean. I, I, I'm a nerd. You're getting to <laughs> that. Um, and it's like someone writing about the city that they love and struggling with their feelings about it, but like ending up with something quite poignant.
3: Thank you. Thank you, Goofy. Uh, Goopy yeah, is not here, by person.
2: the way, he's 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 uh, written this and then like, so So Baga <laughs> is really the person you're thanking, because if it weren't <laughs> yeah. for Baga, you would understand
3: nothing of this. Well, thanks to the, both of them for giving me a New Yorker banger. All right. I mean, this is We're only right. one
2: article so far, but yes, absolutely. Um,
3: yeah. All right, and uh, I think for my last uh, downtime action, I'll just uh, indulge my vice, get rid of some stress.
2: Makes sense. Who are you lecturing yeah.
3: today? Who am I lecturing today?
2: Just be lecturing Baga to be to be honest. I think that that would make sense.
3: Sure. What could I lecture him about? So he's here. Um, it's it's funny because we've been saying that uh, like we've been playing it like Abbas has some you know the, the like secrets about his past that his own family doesn't know, and two thugs he's only known for a couple of days are now like. <laughs> like <religious> sometimes, is... <laughs>
2: sometimes it's nice to like kind of tell people who don't know you at all, right? Like yeah,
1: like no preconceptions. Uh, who are you going to tell? This fucking idiot Miraz? Your <laughs> idiot idiot nephew? No, 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 he doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't understand yeah. it.
3: All right, sure. <laughs> overindulged. I've overindulged. Oh, no.
2: i five stress I and you rolled a six.
3: Yeah. I haven't, I haven't overindulged in a while. What happens when I do that again?
2: Uh, so, rules is written. It's uh, one of a few things. The first is just heat. I think, like, fairly straightforward here and it's very fitting for you i think so yeah create some kind of trouble so you know it's basically another entanglement that is a quote-unquote lost in your vice and the fourth is that like you're tapped current purveyor cuts you off i feel like extra heat makes the
3: most sense i think so maybe uh so i marked right the heat very good. I think that makes sense. Is it necessary to play on the scene, or can we just say that? Uh, you know, I think, uh,
2: I think. I mean, it just makes sense, right? Like, you just kind of go overboard. Yeah, yeah. Um,
3: yeah, like
2: a, it's not even yeah, necessarily yeah. a bad thing, in that I think part of the extra heat is also people hearing about this um, newspaper idea you have, right? Like, uh, uh, Baga leaves and then ends up talking to his friends about this newspaper, and so on, and people yeah. just end up, like, hearing about it, which is not necessarily... Bad thing, it's a problem in that you know, are yeah, you going to no such
3: thing as b- bad publicity?
2: W- <laughs> sure, yeah, we'll see about that, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: okay. all right, yeah, I um, guess, uh, yeah, that's it for me. Excellent, I'm stress free, okay. my newspaper's rolling on, our bus comes back to the group, you know, as happy as can be. Excellent,
2: and you come back to. Uh, to find that while you were away there was an interloper of some kind of um, arcane and divine
1: mm. influence. In, Listen, in you temple. come back and the first thing that happens is that I throw a rope at you and uh, some harnesses.
3: <laughs> uh, I, th- I think gonna say Miraz, what's the meaning of this? Uh, is, is, is this happening now, Akul? Cool?
1: Oh, we're going into a cave, <laughs> Uncle. We're going to a cave. We're going into a cave and we're going to rescue someone from the clutches of a forgotten god that we delivered them into in the first place.
3: Well, all right then. Yeah. Just uh, another, just a, the <laughs> is it, is it just a day in the life.
0: Is it just a day in the life? really?
3: You, you, you don't know what Abbas has been up to. Abbas <laughs> is old.
1: He has experiences. Old. Yeah. I think in the recap, an important thing to mention uh, that we didn't is that so the reason that we are so concerned about this cult and the cult of the Kingfisher and Kingfisher Grotto and so on, is that when the Avatar of the God, or like the Chosen One of the God, whatever, Freya, came to us, we understood her to be a member of the Skoblander royal family. And that is why we gave up, who was it? It wasn't Johannes. It was the other one. Maud? Maud, yeah. So we gave up one of uh, the the Skoblander royal siblings that were sheltering in our temple. To Freya, as kind of like, you know, family and custody. That's what we sort of were. That was like the whole second, sc- first score that we did way, way back. That's the effect of that. And then after passing uh, Maud on to Freya, we were like, you know, we should probably investigate that. That was kind of sketchy. And then we realized that we have given our someone we were supposed to shelter up into the clutches of a forgotten god. And now we're like, hey, uh, let's, let's go make sure at least that's fine and maybe rescue them.
2: Yeah. Right. Uh- that's absolutely correct. The other sibling, Johannes, is still here. Entirely possible I, they're gonna try and like follow you into the caverns if they hear that like that's why you're going because if you find out your sister is not actually in the company of like a familiar family member, but in fact some kind of weird forgotten god cult, So you may be c- concerned about that.
1: Yeah, let's, let's let's just not tell tell Bartholomew or whatever their name is. Oh, by the way, uh, Miras's new thing is. Not knowing Johannes' name and thinking his name is Bartholomew, but their name ah, is Bartholomew. Okay.
3: So, okay, so this is uh, one of the sc- uh, the scavengers who stayed behind.
1: There's two of them, right? So there's Maud right. and then there's Johannes. Maud is the one who went with Freya, mm-hmm. and Johannes decided to stay behind because she, uh, they liked it. Oh, in
3: okay. the temple. Sure. All right. And uh, and Johannes and is. Known to as Bartholomew to Miraz because that can't be us keeping track. Um, Miraz
1: is an idiot, that's why.
3: Your mind has been infected with Acorus imperialism.
1: Yes. yes, that's what it is. Yes, <laughs> yes. So anyway, Miraz is looking at you expectantly, and he's not going to explain what's going on. He's just telling you to get in, get ready for cave diving.
3: Cave diving? Well, I haven't done cave diving in a while—not uh, since the um, back again. Sorry? Pack a gun. Mm. Oh, you know, you know, this really re- this reminds me of the time uh, where the of the mine, the billions in the mines. Uh, I was very young back then. I didn't really understand what was going on. Uh, but there was some action going on. And it was, it's very, it really takes me back because I remember that even then someone just say, uh, handed me a rope and some harness and told me to pack a gun. And we went down into the mines. And, you know, it was a really good time there. Let's go.
1: Mm -hmm. I think you you say let's go, and then you turn around and find that Miras is already gone.
2: (laughs) Vickers and Joan.
4: Yeah. So we are going via the cave that Vickers found, right? Yeah, I'm wondering if I need to acquire an asset for this. So I may be, in fact, acquiring an asset. It's stupid. I probably won't need it, but I'm tempted to do it anyway. Excellent. And uh, yeah, I think... Vickers is going to expend some... Uh, I think she has heard Abbas's stories about the mines and the things going on mm. under Udwasha in the tunnels. <laughs> and so I think she shall have gone to invest some of her money, of which she has kind of not that much, because she spent a lot of it on food, but she will in- invest some of her money on protective equipment, which is to say a gas mask and gloves. Because you see, there, there might be gas leaks and such down there. Fair enough.
2: Yeah. I mean... I had not thought about that, but now that you've brought this up, yes.
1: Uh-huh. Thank you, Prince, for <laughs> introducing something I can use my protective suit on.
2: Yes.
4: Uh, you already have one, but Vickers does not. So yes. I shall roll our tier to see how good the equipment she gets is. Uh, she will probably try to get it for the rest of the crew, but, uh, you know. I rolled a five, so that means it's tier one.
2: So it's not completely shit. So it's it's, um, it's 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 better than completely shit is what you can say about it. Yes. Yes, is better is much better than even that, right?
4: Yes, Mirasis is is actually professional. So I think we will see. Uh, I don't know if Joan has preparations to make on her own, but if she does not, then I think Vickers will be instructing Joan in the correct use of a gas mask. Um. I think
5: Joan is actually absent.
4: Yeah, Joan is absent, and also Joan already knows how to use protective equipment. She's a freaking railjack, so (laughs) I think she's much better. Okay, in fact, because Joan is not here, Vickers will have to do this herself. And so consequently, we are going to see Vickers in, again, a very eccentric combination of things, probably. With, like, a gas mask and these long leather gloves that go all the way up to the elbow. And, like, a big leather apron... And then still, like, a dress under it, because she didn't think that far ahead.
2: And you still have to dress properly, and you know that you yes. are, in fact, uh, likely to meet royalty.
4: Yes, exactly. So, yeah. so you know, we'll, we'll take off the protective equipment when we get there, and then she'll still be appropriate
2: for the occasion, you see. But at the same time, you, this, this needs to seem like an accident, right? Because, like, yes. if you really wanted to go meet them, you would be going through the front door, which you're not.
4: Yeah, 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 but but you see, we're just exploring some caves, and this is appropriate cave exploring gear, so okay, it makes sense in Victor's no.
2: head at least. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, like you've got some protective gear. What is Joan up to?
5: Joan is going to the train station.
2: Okay, bye.
5: Not enough. She's just way. leaving. She's exiting <laughs>
2: the campaign. <laughs> like no,
5: I no. no. Joan is acquiring this. an asset at the train station. Oh, okay. So I. I, I'm trying... What, what do you think the train station like? Because oh, I'm that's... going to meet my... I'm going to meet my friend, uh, Kahara, who is a still active, real Jack.
2: It seems to me that the train station is almost integrated into the Imperial Quarter, right? Like, that it is, like... It was built at the same time that the Imperial Quarter was built. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of, there. like... It's kind of ubiquitous. Um, mm-hmm. This is something that, like, I actually found quite, like... Uh, pricing in like for example parts of like London or Hong Kong where like the the public transport Station is in the same like structure the same building as like offices and so on because I'm so used to imagining like a train station as like a separate thing. I think in this case it's probably that like the the train station is part of like also like a very large um, complex that includes you know like Imperial Embassy um maybe like a like a hotel and i think you can see that like this is kind of the epitome of imperial efficiency an imperial right. like might uh we, and it needs to appear like that especially here right like it's probably mm-hmm. uh, there's the, probably the only train stations that are as well kept in the empire are in duskwall and the imperial city
5: So, I think uh, there's probably between all this like grandeur of these, uh, these like really impressive facades and stuff, there Mm. is a kind of very narrow alley that she goes through and it brings her to the much less decorated, actually like positively drab switchyard where all the trains Mm. uh, are kept when they're not driving on the rails. Uh, mm-hmm. And she crosses some of the rails to a, a kind of run-down rail workers' bunkhouse where she mm-hmm. hopes to find her friend.
2: Yeah, and I think it's not difficult to, uh, to find Kahara. Tell me something about um, how do you know each other?
5: So I think that we were on the same team, at least for a time, and we became very close friends. And when it was time for... When it was obviously time for Joan to leave, she tried to get Kahara to join, but Kahara wasn't able to. It's not that she didn't enjoy the work, but there wasn't really... It wasn't a good finance, fi- financial decision for her, basically, and for her family.
2: And I think, like, being a railjack is the kind of thing where once you've put in the years, you actually may... It's, it's a very safe kind of, like, job in that, like, you get aid quite well for your time it's Mm -hmm. unsafe in that you are still you know on top of speeding trains trying to fight ghosts experienced railjacks actually like are not badly reimbursed because the empire understands like how important they are right yeah i think we see kahara in a i think she's managed to carve out a little bit of space for herself so even though normally like you know um, the Railjacks kind of sleep in bunks and they, they sleep in shifts. It's not even like you necessarily have to like have a permanent place. But I think Kahara does because she's like near and like well respected and she's been able to like kind of carve that out for herself. And she's right now on like the equivalent of shore leave, right? Like she doesn't have the she doesn't have any like anything coming up for maybe like the next like few days. And um, she's just hanging out. And I think, I don't think her, you can just uh, correct me if you disagree, but I don't think her family lives in Aruvia. I think her family lives elsewhere and she sends the money to them.
5: Yeah, that seems very,
2: that's, that seems like it's true. Yeah. So I think that like, this is why even though she, she is like, well paid for her time still like living in, in the quarters that the train company has given to her. Um, because the vast majority of the money goes elsewhere. And yeah, I think she does not really like, like reading a book maybe when you get there, or she doesn't really like respond to you apart from maybe like, just like flicking her eyes up and like, then back down at the book because like, she, she knows that like, whatever you need, you, you will go for it. Right. So she's not going to, I don't think she's very much like of a, like. she's not into like the social niceties.
5: No, that's fair. Uh, I also think Joan is very much blending in because even though she's not wearing the Real Jack uniform uh, or kit currently, she does have the kind of civilian clothes that you would have under it, it's like a uh, striped shirts, grey trousers with uh, uh, with uh, suspenders, that sort of thing. And she'll go sit next to Kahara, who I think is a very large person because she is she is an anchor. That's her role in the team. Is like yes. when you have to when you have to get at a ghost that is like in an awkward spot on the side of a cart or something you have to kind of go down with ropes but one person stays at the top and make sure you don't fall
2: yeah absolutely
5: that that's what kind so it's a very reliable person
2: absolutely and she's like your reliable belay partner who will like walk you walk you through the job um and i think probably it is this sense of like stability and comfort that like Used to get from Kahada before you left for the temple. Now, in some ways, the temple provides that for you, but it's not exactly the same.
5: So, okay, John will kind of pull out a chair, uh, sit down next to a. You staying here long?
2: For more days. As a train to Blackfell seems like a long job, but I think I'll be up to the challenge.
5: Yeah, seems like a. Are you, you staying over on the other side as well? Or are you... Do they have you coming back immediately?
2: Probably coming straight back. I think it's a... They're running low on... Oh shit,
5: that's the toughest one.
2: Yeah. And, and I think she says... They're running supplies. They're running low on everything. Up in Scotland, And, uh... I don't think they can afford to keep any of us there. We have to go all the way up, and then we have to come all the way down. And just to, like... Give you some color here. So Uduasha is the, is the capital of the southernmost island in the Shattered Empire and Black vale is the in the northernmost tip of Scovland, which is the northernmost island. So she's like going to make a very long journey. I think that's why she's like taking some time off before she has to do that. Now I feel bad about the fact
5: that I'm going to make your day harder.
2: I don't think anything you're going to do is going to make my day harder, John. Fair enough.
5: I ran into some trouble. Saw some some guys down at the, in the lower districts there talking about ghosts in the city. Of course, that's impossible. And while she's saying this, she's kind of keeping her voice low and kind of furtively looking about because she really doesn't want to know all the other railjacks here to know that there's ghosts in the city, uh, except Kara.
2: Yeah. In fact, when you say this, you first say, I got in some trouble, Kahara will immediately like, take you very seriously. Then when you say ghosts, I think she will like put her book down and say, Ghosts in Uduwasha? It's not possible.
5: It's not supposed to be. And yet these guys have the scars. Fuck. I think I know where they are. I've got some people together. We're going to deal with them can kind of have this sort of thing spreading. I was hoping I could get some supplies.
2: I think Kahara is the kind of person who's like, hey, you don't need my help?
5: Just get ready for your journey. Just make sure you're rested for that.
2: If you need me to stay, you will, right?
5: I know. I know.
2: She's kind of like, anxiously tapping her foot at this point. Uh, I mean, yeah. And I think Kahara um, just like, impresses this upon you, and then when you, you're like, I know, she says. What do you need? I've got most of
5: the stuff. We just don't have any ammunition that can hurt ghosts.
2: Ah. I can get you some ammunition. Any, any whisper stuff? I don't know, does anyone you know know how to use a lightning hook?
5: That's going to be my job. She smiles awkwardly.
2: Own and I think like she says this because it was like, you know, you retired, right? And I think it's like, like come on, man, like, why are you putting yourself back in, like, straight back into it? She says, um, tell you what, you can borrow my lightning hook. I think she, I think she knows that you, you still have yours. Mm-hmm. This is like her way of saying, but take mine and then like, I will feel better.
5: Oh, uh, all right. All right. Um, I'm bringing it back before
2: you leave. You do that. I can't afford to get on the train without it. No. No, you really can't. Let me see what I can do with the ammunition. I think this is why you should roll, because I think, like, you should definitely take a die for her. (laughs) She's going to go the extra mile here. And this is exactly the kind of person you should ask for help, so...
5: So I think this is going to be a prowl role, because mm-hmm. we are going to kind of mooch some from the armory. Um, Very good. Yeah. And that's not... I don't, I don't think that, like, that's taking a little bit free. more... Yeah. But I also think that, like, taking a little bit more ammo than you would get rationed is an entirely uncommon thing among real jacks. It's
2: true. Yeah. I think here it is. It's not risk-free in that it's it's always about attention.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, there's a chance that like somebody might ask questions. Somebody might see something they that they shouldn't. That's really the risk. I don't think there is a risk of like you being stopped or you not getting what you want. All right. Especially because Kahara's is like going to do this for you. She's not even thinking about this, right? Like, Prowl. Let's just say controlled. I think. Um, I think like the consequence is about one heat, and yeah, you get an extra die for for your friend. So that's three dice total.
5: Yeah. All right. Let's see how it goes. We sneak into we we go back, I assume she has more access than I do, which is why yes. her her help is useful here.
2: Yeah. I a three and a two and a four. Um mm-hmm. so that so in fact it's her it's her help that gets you there, right? Because I think Yeah. There's a moment where someone like spots you spots the two of you as something like You're not supposed to be back here, I thought you were retired and then Kahara's like shut your gob and mind your own business right? um, and just make sure yes. that like you know like don't ask questions that you don't want any answers to but that's kind of like it gets on that person's nerve. so that's kind of like where that one heat is coming from alright get into the armory and I think uh, with a fall you get what are you looking for is it just electroplasmic ammunition or is there something else that you're like also after
5: specifically electroplasmic bullets if there's anything here that I am um that I can take with, that, I, like, that, like, sparks me, as, oh, wait, that would be useful, I would probably take it. But on I, the four, I'm not sure that that's the case.
2: So I think here, basically, you'll get ammunition, and you probably spot a couple of, like, fine spirit models that could maybe capture a ghost in the way that you might like them to. But mm-hmm. Hara definitely... You, you know this as well, right? But, like, she definitely, like, tells you, you know, like, people will notice that going missing. Um, so yeah, she, I'm so not going to
5: do that, she,
2: Like, I mean, you can if you like, but, yeah. Uh, that's, that's the other kind of thing that's there. But ammunition, I think, like, is just going to, like, end you a little more than, like, any normal radio attack would need, like, a standard operation. And she'll pull out, like, a little form and she'll sign in it and it'll be like, oh, you know, miscellaneous, something, 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 whatever. I think she hands you her lightning hook, I think, now. And says uh, she hands you her lightning hook and says, let me know if you need anything else.
5: Yeah, I don't think so. Thanks. Like, like two days, and then
2: I give her help. Steady, other? Me too. And then I just,
5: like... I, I run off and I uh, go down the steps and across the across the switchyard to, to get out out of sight as fast as possible.
2: Yeah. I think I we just see Kahara um, not as nimble as you, but like she's got like a, a surety about her, and she wishes you leave, locks the armory behind her, shoots anyone who's looking at her like a. Like, like a glare as if to be like you want to say something to me and just like goes back to her bunk continues to read a book
5: mm-hmm. cool
2: return to the temple i'm curious do you have a gun a pistol does everybody else know you have a gun
5: i don't know that they do um, And okay. but like it's it's i don't think it's something that she has used you know, it's the kind of thing you just keep in in, in a book in your purse or whatever. Uh, just in, just more in the in the in the case it makes you feel safe. rather than to actually use it
2: makes sense. So well, I think that is where we can kind of end that scene. Mm-hmm. Does anybody else have anything else they want to do?
3: Not me. Yeah, me neither. I think uh, Miraz and Abbas are just uh, just already on their way, right? I mean, yeah, clearly. But yeah. <laughs> um, you didn't even need an explanation.
2: <laughs>
3: let's talk about the engagement roll.
2: So you start with one die for sheer luck. Is this operation particularly bold or daring? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, that's two dice. Is it overly complex or contingent on many factors? I think nope. So you appear to be like drilling into the place and then that's it. Plans, detail, expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they are weakest. I don't think so. No. No. <laughs> I think you're about to lose a die for is the target strongest against the approach or do they have particular defenses or special preparations because you are drilling through those fences that they've put up, literally tried to block people from using the exact route that you're using. So back to one die. Any of your friends or contacts provide aid, they already have any enemies or rivals interfering? Oh, it seems to me that Marion is definitely interfering here because she's... She, you aren't attacking the revolutionaries. You're attacking the cult, right? But the revolutionaries are allied with the cult now. So I think that that is going to hurt you. Now you are down to zero dice, which means that even if there are other elements you want to consider, which, yeah, you know, they're higher tier than you. There's a very stressful mob boss stressful mob boss's lawyer anyway involved at, already at zero dice so you know, you can't lose more dice
1: we would lose this die immediately but just worth bearing in mind that we have gl- glory incarnate take plus one die That's to engagement stressful. when acting in accordance to your god's desires we would lose this but you know, we That's have his bad. blessings
2: yeah. so let's say that like in fact so you get a die for doing the thing that your god wants you to do such is the power of the lawyer. His vast knowledge of everything that is going on in the city uh, is going to take that die away from you.
3: hmm
2: I will uh, remind...
3: What, what's up with the lawyer?
2: As I was going to say, nice. so basically when Freya came to the temple, brought with her quite taciturn man, who turned out to actually be part of the foundation, who... The lawyer of a man known only as Munna, and right, right. Well, what ended up happening is that Miraz asked Hadil for a favor, and Hadil said, Well, you know, you do something for me, I'll do something for you. And uh, so now you're in debt to, uh, to a very dangerous man, it's not going to be a problem at all. I promise you, it's going to be totally fine. He's just so nice. Yeah, uh, checks out. Oh, zero dice. Uh, who would like to roll your zero dice? i
5: roll.
2: And then okay, you <clears throat> did
5: mm-hmm. zero dice income. Two threes. Double
2: six. Yeah, uh, I saw this. I saw six. I was like, wow, that's amazing. No, it's three and three makes six. Yeah.
5: No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Excellent. Um. Oh yeah,
1: As it position. should be. We say
2: come back in five minutes, and I will have a think about um.
1: I want this one to be proper desperate. It's a very stupid thing we're doing. Yes. I'm,
3: uh, well, I, as in Abbas, it's still not clear what's going on, but, you know, he's, uh, he's a family man, and if Vickers and Miras are on board, then he's on board too.
1: I'm sure we took you aside and explained to you what's going on. Yes.
3: <laughs> At which point, Abbas went, oh, you you just gave, you gave her away to a godhead. Well, see, this is why you shouldn't do anything. Well, I'm not around Miras. You know, you're still learning, right? Please, try, try to be patient. Um, and then, I don't know, yeah, a couple more snake metaphors, at which point your eyes glazed over.
1: Yeah, I probably gestured Joan and said, they were having some sort of Scovlender moment. I let them take care of it. Just if yeah. Cousin Joan can't work out who's a real Scovlender and who's some person <laughs> who was stuck inside a grotto uh, with some God pouring nonsense into their head, that's not my business.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: The only one who left is everyone back. No, I've been here. I, I think no, we've I'm all back. been here. Yeah. Shall we? We shall.
0: How do we all die?
5: Oh, I have a tier one um, active gear. How good is your
4: rope? Hey, It's as, as good as our other gear,
1: which is hmm. also tier one.
2: Tier one, that's our tier. Yeah. Yes, correct.
1: No, actually, our gear is quality too. Oh, Ooh, We have quality gear. Hey.: yes. Well then you then.
2: Hey, that's good to know. The second question I have for you is, what are you doing what are you doing to avoid uh, detection by people who might be kind of like looking for you?
5: Being quiet. Excellent. <laughs> No, yeah. I, I have, I have this, the, the sneaking suspicion that we have not, we are not good enough at sneaking to like give it more thought beyond that.
2: That's fair. Totally reasonable. Mm. Okay.
4: I want to br- point out that I have brought a pickaxe because we're going through caves. <laughs> I, <am, funny. laughs> I am securing us very firmly with it when the the footing gets unsteady. So I'm not being quiet. I'm in heavy load by the way
1: on that. Yes. Uh, I have brought my demolition tools. Hey, mm-hmm. what kind I'm of nodes
2: are all, are all of you in? Heavy as
5: well.
2: Uh, what about Abbas and uh, Miraz? Uh, I
1: think
3: I'm, I'm always heavy. Uh, I think oh. heavy as well. I mean, you know, might as well be fully decked out.
1: Actually, you know what? We're trying to take these people a little bit seriously, right? Um, yeah. I think Miraz would have would have like uh, as far as preparations he would have like um, disappeared for a bit and come back with a ton of very uh, sketchy looking books of like how to do uh, burglary for dummies essentially mm-hmm. i mean uh, to to be fair here what we are officially
4: doing is just exploring a tunnel right the, the mm-hmm. tunnel we're entering through is not formally owned by anyone we're just kind of hanging out we're we're urban yeah. exploring right we are just yeah. working.
5: Just we've
4: yeah. been exploring with a backpack full of electro- electroplasmic ammunition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, 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 so it's it's it mildly suspicious, but I don't think sneaking is the angle that makes sense. Like people will see us go into this cave. It's just we have a legitimate mm-hmm. excuse to go into the cave.
5: Fair enough.
1: So, but I but mm-hmm. I will uh, spend two of my stash to take an extra downtime action to train playbook and get the Saboteur ability. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Wreck when you wreck, the work is much quieter than it should be, and the damage is hidden from casual inspection. I think this would be quite handy in terms of like bypassing any security problems.
2: Yes, wonderful.
1: Anyway, crew, you were saying. Yeah.
2: So I think that like um, begin this excavation, exploration, spelunking uh, trip in bundavest and as you go through the caverns, you quickly realize that this is not something that, like, you should do nearly, right? You have to be quite careful about it. And one of the reasons you have to be quite careful about it is that the inner depths of, of Uduasha are not very well mapped at all, uh, if they are mapped. Um, and Realize that all that is keeping you kind of going in the right direction is some sense of like internal compass because oh, You were you were told, you know, like this is roughly where the Kingfisher's grotto is and This is how you should Find your way there and so on uh, That theoretical knowledge fails you very easily At some point you find yourselves, you know, I guess you're all like tied to each other uh, trying to climb some particularly like trying to climb some particularly like precipitous little like outcropping when one of the rocks in your hands gives way, you realize that like it's not necessarily the quality of the gear; it's also the quality of the rock. And as soon as the rock gives way, so does the rock under your leg mirrors, and you're like. Oh, that's concerning. And you look around and you realize, all four of you are very heavily hit. Yeah. You're about to fall down into some kind of inky black depth, hit by nothing more than the torches that you're carrying with you. And here is the desperate position.
4: Yeah. Where are we trying to go? Just to establish that, sorry. Are we going up, down, sideways? Like, what, what is the distance we are trying to cross
2: as this happens? I feel like you're trying to like, um, traverse something sideways. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's in many ways more difficult than climbing upwards. And so far you've been fine. You haven't been like really climbing, you've been hiking, but I think now you're coming to a point where you're really having to like get this out and you're carrying all this stuff with you.
4: Yeah, absolutely. So the weight is the problem and it's like a crumbling path, uh, pathway. Uh, all right, I don't know if I'm the first to act, maybe someone else is, but I think that as, as Joan established this work order for Railjacks, I think Vickers is actually the anchor, and it's not that she's particularly big or anything, it's uh-huh. just that she, she has the pickaxe, so she's yes. in a good position to anchor us to walls, yes. right? And so I think what Vickers will do is... Her instinct, normally, would be to do some kind of, like, action stunt and just wall run out of here. But since we're tied together, she is much more concerned for everyone else. So she is going to ram this pickaxe firmly into the wall to form, like, an anchor. And then she's probably going to turn to Joan. And say, like... Right. Would you mind terribly going ahead? I think... I think the rock is, uh... How do you say this? Uneasy? It it reminds me a little bit of those candies. Miras, you know what I'm talking about, those crumbly candies? <laughs> she says as Wow. They... I mean like as it's genuinely candies.
2: falling apart right now. Like now yes. is the time. You don't have time yeah. to talk.
1: <laughs> well has his eyes it's closed, Jordan. he's hugging the wall. Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> I'm telling Joan to go ahead and secure us. <laughs> she's good at this, and I'm the anchor. So mm-hmm. I had she's explained to me how this works.
5: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Have we so taken
5: the is bonus...
3: good. I was saying that ha- have we, um, you know, taken the time to maybe like uh, use the rope to tie ourselves to each other so that yeah. you know, yeah, okay. yeah.
4: that's right. precisely why Vickers isn't just running ahead but anchoring yeah. us. So she is like her plan is for Miras and Abbas to hold on to her and for Joan yeah. to go ahead and secure our rope to something on the other side.
5: All right, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. <laughs> this is great, but I do want to point out that like. And I think this is important to note, the reason that you have not just fallen off the side of the, the rock is because you have quality gear. If yep. you did not have very good gear, the rope would snap, you know, like your harness would come off, that would be that. Like, you'd have had to, yep. you, have had to like, something much more rustic.
1: Uh-huh. Good. good point. Everyone make sure to mark climbing gear already
4: and yeah. lantern. lantern. Oh yeah, climbing gear, that's a better... Yeah, I'd mark burglary gear, but climbing gear is better. Yeah. yeah. Also, probably lantern. Well, yeah, we don't I all tell- need to carry a lantern. Fair enough. I have the pickaxe. Someone else can carry the lantern. Okay, I got the lantern. Um, yes. Anyway, I will be—I will probably be assisting Joan, depending on what you do. But it depends on how you're approaching this, Joan.
5: Yeah, I think the general idea I have is to, f- is to keep climbing until, until I find a patch of rock that I do trust. Then make an extremely secure anchor there and span a rope between them so that you can mostly trust the rope rather than the rock that you're climbing as you're climbing between those uh, places. Is there anything in sight that seems like either secure rock or like something we can stand on?
2: Mm. Unfortunate answer is that the only thing in sight that looks like it is both secure and something you can stand on is the thing that you were making your way towards before like this started happening right so i think the way that i'm imagining this is that this was like a particularly tricky section that you were trying to like sidle your way along in order to get to the next safe bit and now the path to that bit is falling apart there's nothing that like nothing else really here because like b- below you is a vast cavern leading, presumably, into the Undercity and slash or the river Dilkusha. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
4: Well, then, it seems like I, I will give Joan a boost. I think that she's jumping.
5: Yeah, that seems like
4: the, we'll the so I think we see Vickers um, holding on with both hands to the pick to the pickaxe that's like stuck in one of the bits of wall. It's not that the rock is harder there; right? it's just the pickaxe is stuck deep, so it doesn't come away as easily. And with like Abbas and Abbas holding on to her, she is going to brace against the wall and like stick out her hips Jesus because Christ. this is a move in. Okay. in roof ball you can you can jump off of someone's hip that's totally mm-hmm. a thing you can do if they stand broad-legged and are well positioned sure the like... vickers is very good <laughs> well they're so... hanging
5: from a wall maybe not so but we're gonna try <laughs> yeah.
4: anyway yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm, like... I'm hanging from a pickaxe this is a high-risk maneuver right oh
2: yeah yeah absolutely yeah. okay then
4: but i have enough space to brace my legs against the wall and my arms against the pickaxe and so i'm going to make myself a platform that you can jump off of wow okay,
2: okay. Yeah. It, it, like, quality gear seems to have been like a very important upgrade for you because, again, <laughs> without that pickaxe being like really good. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Wow. So, yeah. But we gotta act quickly here. So I've yeah, spent the stress to assist Joan. And yeah. uh, you have a bonus dice to this move.
2: Ooh, and I think you. you can do this. So you're, you're at standard effect right now. Yeah. I think it's desperate standard.
5: Yes. All right. Um,. Cool. I think I I'm have just a gonna Devil's do
2: bargain, uh, this way. Oh, do you? Yes. Devil's bargain is: as you look up, you see faintest wisp of a ghost before it disappears. Huh. Oh. how does that help? Doesn't help you. It's it's bad for you, to be clear. But it might give mm-hmm. you some like much needed motivation. Well, no, little needed motivation. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty plenty yes. of it.
5: I'm pretty motivated, but even more now that I have taken this devil's bargain. Like,
4: so now you have two bonus dice.
5: Two bonus look. dice, uh, and it's yeah, it's, it's literally just going to be in in climbing terms like a full dyno to yeah, absolutely uh, try and and just like look at and hope that I can find a handhold as soon as I land or get close to that uh, more solid patch of wall. Actually, I think. I think she has a baton, and she's gonna uh, try, try and catch and like slam
2: it into the wall as soon as she can. Same pickaxe maneuver in reverse. Wow! It's mm-hmm. four dice: nice. a six, a five, a two, and a three. So full uh-huh. success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Describe describe this, uh, this maneuver through which you manage like jam the baton into the rock and like steady yourself.
5: Um, yeah. So what I think happens is she. She jumps out, tries. To, she has a a jutting piece of rock in mind that she's going to hang on, um, and hopes that it's going to be stable enough. Uh, she reaches, grabs onto it, swings past, this, bracing her feet as to the wall as well. And with the the last limb, her like her fourth limb, her hand, she swings through and gives the baton like the first impulse to drive into the wall and then just hammers on it. it. Grabs a hammer and hammers on it two times. To drive it oh. in deeper.
2: Yeah. I and mean, that's badass. Vickers is uh, somehow jammed herself against the side of the rock, holding this pickaxe
4: and Yeah, I think Vickers Vickers is in a very interesting like very like yeah. legs wide apart on something that will hold the pickaxe firmly in the wall, kinda slowly coming away. Oh. With Miraz and Abbas hanging off of her. But now we have a rope anchored somewhere else safe. So as she is in this kind of ridiculous and precarious position, she will say like, All right, hurry across, please. I don't know how much longer this will hold. And she's mm-hmm. going to go last because that's the kind of person she is. Mm-hmm.
5: While they're doing that, Joan is, make, is ramming a second patana to the wall and trying to make the, the rope more stable as they're like preparing to go across.
1: It seems like at this point, the best thing to do is a group action. Yes, probably. Mm-hmm.
3: I think so, so, yeah.
1: But I'm going to improve our position first. Okay. So our the entire plan kind of hinges on Vickers not coming undone and falling off, right? Yeah. That would be very okay. important. But we have we have the rope anchored at two ends, kind of. One of them is Vickers, the other one is Joan. Yeah. At the but, moment. Yes, but, uh, so, but you're an important part of the entire yeah. process. And also... You are physically an anchor. Yeah, OK. So this mm-hmm. is what I'm going to do. I'm going to reach inside my bandolier, and I'm going to first pour out some uh, binding oil onto your hands mm-hmm. to stick you to the wall. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. I
0: don't
4: I don't think the hands is the problem. I think it's the pickaxe to the wall, honestly. Okay, so I think yeah. it makes so, more sense to pour it on
1: the head of the pickaxe. Yes, I, I do that. Mm-hmm. However, you would want this pickaxe pickax afterwards. Yeah. Right? So, I'm also going to hand you some alchemicals. And mm-hmm. I'm going to bind you to the thing, and then I'm going to give you the alchemicals to use afterwards. Yep. All right. So, yeah. is that okay? Like, is that an action? I, 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 this does not sound to me like. Um, like I'm using up my alchemicals, so maybe nah. that's the cost in and of itself.
2: Yeah, and I feel like whatever cost is about to happen fictionally is going to come from this role, right? Because it seems yeah. like you're risking what? Like that you might fall off or something. Something might go wrong but all of these things might happen from the group action anyway so i don't think there's like need for a separate action here you're just like kind of
4: yeah you're using an item to just straight up improve our position or effect exactly. i think yeah. that's what yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah
1: okay uh time to prowl across yep and i think
4: vickers is part of this group action too because she will come across but just yeah, after sense. you guys have gone so mm-hmm.
1: is it still desperate it seems like it might be or would it now be standard
0: uh, I think
2: it's still desperate, because, okay. again, like, the the risk is still that all of you fall into the cavern and die. It,
1: yeah, maybe now, instead mm-hmm. of limited, we now have standard effects. Standard defense, get, yeah. yeah. All of us can yeah.
4: get across, yeah. Yeah, okay. Like, we can, yeah. we can deal with this problem if we succeed. Makes sense. So, a desperate standard group action, I think... I think I'm leading it, because I'm the anchor. I think that makes sense to yeah. me. Yeah, I think so. Like, Vickers is the person placed under strain here, because, like... You know, Joan's rope is secured to a wall. Vickers' rope is just secured to her. So this is pure muscle strength to hold up.
2: I mean, it's like... I'm not going to lie. It, if you manage this, it will be incredible.
4: hmm
1: So, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Prowl, I suppose. Moving yeah. around. Tree. Those yeah. bargains. Bargains.
2: So there's a couple of things. Uh, I feel like the first thing is entirely possible johannes is like following you and it's gonna imminently become a problem i also think that like ghost may now like you know we, we in, in apocalypse world ums so, you know you you signal future badness like you know maybe the ghost like manifests now because it's clearly the most desperate like situation for you um and the third thing is you got to leave all your gear behind or so, like the only way that you manage to like and a is if you like cut yourself free of the climbing gear once you're on the other end. Ghost, please. Excellent. Uh, Joan. Yes. At that like moment where the ghost went from visible to invisible, I think you now realize it wasn't the ghost kind of like choosing to manifest away. It was just the ghost turning invisible. And the reason that you mm-hmm. realize this is that you're still very securely tied to your end of the rope. This ghost appears to be trying to change that. It's not going to manage it right now, but it'll start trying, you know, after this action roll.
5: Like, is it sewing at the rope?
2: It's like, the way that I'm imagining it is like, kind of like a poltergeist. So it's like moving the rope, and like jerking it, and like just making it very difficult to operate.
4: Okay. Right. Well, we're doing, we're doing a group action. Are we doing mm-hmm. that? Oh, Miras took a bonus dice from this. Yes. Okay. I rolled a two. Oh, you rolled it so two. I take
2: rolled a two. two. You saw a ghost in the distance. you. Mm-hmm.
4: So Abbas and me are rolling also. Yes. This is a group action. I will not modify the roll in any way. I also roll a two.
2: And a two, okay. Mm. Abbas, somehow, you're going to have to well, like save this. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I have to say, I think i Unlikely. Oh my god, a two and a three. Yeah. So those five dice are not a single success. I'm sorry to tell you, like, mm-hmm. Risk is much that you're not able to do this, right? I think Vickers like, I presume you'll want to resist some of this, but the way that it's looking now is see that even though, like, you it's fr- quite frankly, a Herculean task kind of, like, maintain your core strength so that Miraz mm-hmm. and Abbas can, they make their way up. But, like, the way that Joan managed it is that, like, she has this incredible, like, like, flexibility, right? She was just able to jump up. Miraz and bus have to, they have the rope, but like, they still have to make their way up and it's really not quite so easy. And I think, Miraz, when you see the ghost, maybe what happens is that it shocks you so much you lose your footing for a second. And you're gonna fall, you're gonna take a bus with you, and... Because you're fine to support them when they're also supporting themselves. I don't know yeah. if you're fine to support them when they're falling. I think what's yeah, gonna happen not. now is that like, yeah, you're gonna fall. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> yeah.
5: I'm going to protect. Okay. And it's it's going to be like... Yeah, I think it's it's going to be... I'm letting myself drop, grab someone's hand, and then catch uh, catch the ball again. Oof. And okay. I'm using goat fruit, Goatfooted to avert a consequence from falling.
0: Oh, that's
1: incredible. Oh, nice. Nice. Rain Jacks. I mean, you've a been here plus. before. Yeah.
2: This. Yeah. I feel like we see but it this... Was...
1: Go on. I was going to say, there are three of us, three consequences, so I, yes. I don't think you can negate all of oh, it. That is right? true. You but you are connected to
5: each other, so yeah. maybe it will have
1: some effect. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Maybe someone's got free and the rest of us I, are doing I think I can do and resist on the other end, actually. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. fall. Joan will have to grab Mirafs because he is closest. Mm-hmm. And you said this is above the river, right, Tree?
2: I mean, like, There's you don't know what there. it's above. Like, the river is one of the things that could be down there. You can't really make out. Okay.
4: Okay, then I guess my idea doesn't work, which is a pity. If we could hear water, I had an idea. But um... let's
1: see, Joan's resistance. Uh, uh, she doesn't have to resist. Oh, she, it's just, uh, yeah, yeah, it, is yeah, just special fair, armor, yeah. right? Nice. Mm-hmm.
5: It's it's one stress, not even special armor.
2: Oh yes, yeah. no matter the circumstance, you can spend yep. one stress to avoid any consequence. Yeah, very good. Oh man, like I just love the idea of like this happening, and then Joan just going. Oh, I've seen this before, and like. Killing through it? Yeah. it's incredible.
1: Yeah.
4: Okay, I thought about it. I have a way for me to resist, and I think this can resist the consequence on behalf of other people, because Joan can catch Miraz, and then there's going to be a boss, and then there's going to be me with all my heavy gear. So I think my resistance is to just let go of them and use my roof ball instincts to, like, have a safer fall. It's okay. kind of a prowess protect. Like, oh. I'm going to catch myself somewhere else that isn't on the other people hanging on the rope. Okay, great. I guess I still have my pickaxe, so... Uh, actually, yeah, I, I think, I think it's, not, it's not catching herself, because it does not make sense. I think it's a controlled descent. Basically, Vickers will use the pickaxe to just, like, grate through this crumbly wall and just slow her fall. So I'm still going to go down, just hopefully not painfully. I think it's still, still as a consequence I'll be cut off from the others.
2: And in fact, if you do this, uh, what will happen is that the ghost will come after you because you are an isolated target. That makes sense. There's no reason to go after three people when you can just go after one person. Uh, That makes sense. Uh, Someone will have to deal with that, but
4: I'm rolling prowess now, and what I want as an outcome of this is that, like, I don't take any damage from the fall, but I might get cut off from the others. Absolutely. Okay. Here we go, I take more
2: stress. Because of that group
4: action, I've used up almost all my stress for this entire score now. (laughs) Excellent, amazing. I'm at at 8 out of 9 because I took so much from the group (laughs) action failing.
2: Hoping all of you failed, yeah.
4: Yep. Um but yeah, so I think I I let go and I will just slowly fall down. Like I have a pickaxe, I have tools, uh, and plus it's not like probably a
2: completely sheer drop, so there's probably some amount of like sliding down a very oh, yeah. steep wall, right? So... Absolutely. Like I think what it is is that like it's kind of like a canyon in that falling down like this very steep wall. It hurts quite badly, but like nothing you haven't had before. Um mm-hmm. And then at some point, I think we see you kind of like fall over the edge of something. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't know quite what's underneath there, which say the camera doesn't know. You're about to find out. Yep. So, and as you see this happen, a ghost that was like beginning to give you trouble, you can sense it's like intelligence or whatever low cunning that it's the, the sort of instincts it's operating on immediately like make the decision that like oh this isn't worth it like there's much better prey down there right and the mm-hmm. ghost is still invisible like you know where it is miras saw it for like a second like i don't think vickers even knows that it's out there no i also
4: i want to point out don't have a lamp so yeah, absolutely uh this oh, is right.
2: this is why when klaus said earlier we should all mark lanterns i was like or not, it's fine. And you are also like, no, we don't all need lanterns, right? Fantastic.
4: Lanterns are for nerds. Lanterns are for nerds. Yeah, yeah. I still have my climbing gear
1: and my pickaxe. I'll be fine. These help against ghosts somehow. (laughs) Indeed. Just use um, your pickaxe to strike against the wall and create some sparks that you can use to see.
3: Set your climbing gear on fire.
4: Yeah. This (laughs) is what Pickers would do if she had paid any attention in Sparkcraft class.
2: (laughs) Indeed. Yeah. So, are those yeah, kind of those mm-hmm. I,
5: th- I think we're going to make an attempt to stop this ghost before it gets to Vegas. Yeah. But, like, um,
1: what's our situation now? Like, no, no. so, like, so yeah, so we...
2: before you can do that, I think what's happening now mm-hmm. is uh, your anchor has fallen off. Um, yeah. And this is usually uh, what happens just before teams of Railjacks die. Wonderful. So, what are you doing to make sure that, like, Miraz and Abbas are still on the harness? They're not going to fall down. Um, and you, you're on like safer ground. So it's not like they will fall, but they still need to be pulled up somehow.
1: Ah, oh, that's easy. John, take my hand. I don't
2: know if you can reach them. I, I'm imagining you like. Are that. You uh, saying
1: uh, that? I can, because my hand is very long. Right.
5: Ah.
3: Very,
1: <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. Uh, Excellent. And I think it like he says it don't take my hand and he's expecting like a very dramatic sort of like you know cool noise it like bursts forward but instead what happens is creak 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 <laughs> creak creak, creak, creak.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's very good
0: and so blows out our brief candle
2: i named the disciples of the ceaseless temple thus with both their given names and taken Saumitri called tree. Zoheb called clow. Prince, Emma, and Adyat called soap. Intro music, Jalandhar by Kevin MacLeod. Outro music in Kiravani Ragam by Yusri Nivas. Plades in the Dark by John Harper and Evil Hat Productions. Iruvian playbooks by Johnstone Metzger. Follow us at Desperate Atune on Twitter or email us at Desperate at gmail.com. Support us at ko ficom Desperate Attune.
1: the next episode of Desperate Tune. See, if I give you my
3: robes and you apply the, the oil onto it, right? Now, that we could say that that's now a vehicle or a mount that I could now handle because I have point, I, I don't have a point in finesse. So yes. This could all work out. Alright.
1: Yes. Wow. We will have our own <laughs> hang glider. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Your robes are now a vehicle or mount. That I is mean, yeah. pretty incredible. I
2: mean, okay. <laughs>
1: Let's see if it works out first. Yeah.
5: (laughs) While this is happening, Jonas is like in a little pile on the ground next to Vicka, is going, ow. And then she turns around and then sees this and... Shit.